Maya is upset because she thinks I don't want to have a baby. Why? Because I told her I don't want to have a baby. Why? Because it was easier than telling her that I don't want to go back to the pit crew and pulling the rug out from under our good life. But the truth of it is, I would love to see a little Maya running around here. Why? I mean, of course you would. But I do see your dilemma. If you have a little Maya, you're going to need more money. And then you're going to have to go back to the pit crew. See, so you feel? Yes. You're a wimp. <laughs> Said the dead man walking to the altar. That's how I know. Girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriends podcast. We are powering through season seven. Man, we are whew, we are doing it. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. So we're going to get into this episode. But first, uh, we're going to talk about some things in the streets. Some things have come to everyone's attention. And I felt like it was uh, appropriate to talk about this. We had to rush this one out. So uh, what the fuck is going on with Darius Jackson putting his hands all over Kiki Kibajaki? unemployed, dusty, rusty hands outside. Come outside. We just want to talk. Yeah, I, I'm not going to jump you. We just want to talk. For real. Nah, fuck it, bitch. We finna jump you. <laughs> Was you really flinging the Kiki Palmer around like a motherfucking ragdoll? Excuse me, nigga? And you don't understand how much, how many people go up for this woman? Like, not that anybody deserves this, but do you realize what, what kind of target you just put on your back? And then... The nigga put up that Twitter shit, talk about see you soon, son. That baby about just came out the coochie. He don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> yeah. you. I saw in that thing you sent me that he was talking shit to the baby about her in front of her. Yes. Like the baby finna understand it. Yes. And also kids, even at that young age, even though they don't know they what you're saying, it. they can yeah. feel that energy. You see what I'm saying? What he's yeah. doing not only to Kiki, but to her son in front of her is yeah. detrimental. It's not a good look at all. You know, I thought, it, I think we all thought everything was good. Um, I listened to Kiki's podcast. Go ahead and listen to that. It's called Baby, This is Kiki Palmer. Great podcast. And he typically is her co-host on there. Uh, one of her many co-hosts and her mom is also a co-host on there. And after the whole Usher thing, he'd been on the podcast and they were all lovey-dovey, talking all good. And so I was like, oh, oh that's okay. what she Every does. Everything's good. Okay. That's what we thought. But everything came to, uh, you know, she had to go and get the restraining order. Everything might look good on the outside sometimes, but you never know. Where are the Negroes and their mammies who was coming for everybody on Twitter that was saying, baby girl, this is a red flag. Any man who's trying to control what you're wearing and wants to open you up to this type of criticism on a worldwide platform is probably abusive in other ways as well. Y'all niggas is like, they try to break up a happy home. Can a man not say something about his... Well, we can't even call them wife yeah, or husband she because they're not married. married to, but he's just a baby daddy. About, about his family. Yeah. Where y'all at? Y'all real quiet now. Where y'all at? 
Well, you know what they're saying now. They done switched it to something else. They done moved their target of um, conversation because she put out pictures, screenshots of what he was doing to her in action. And people talking about, you know, these niggas, they like, well, we, we need to see the full video. These pictures don't tell enough. You seen those? I seen those Negroes. They they How just the fuck. There is a lot of black people, black men in particular, who want to see black women being abused and disrespected. And even when they get all the evidence in the world, they still are going to say something because mm-hmm. they just don't want to believe black women. They don't. Even if she had the video, somebody saw the video because she got the restraining order. Like you could just easily she has the video. These are the same people who was defending Chris Brown when that clear picture of Rihanna's face yeah. shut the world down. I think I heard when that happened, they was talking about some, I will, that could be makeup. She could be lying. They will find a way to put it in a situation or make it so that she could, the girl is possibly lying. So they is with the same people that was saying, oh, Megan ain't got shot. Old girl posted the bullet wounds. Well, Tori ain't shoot her. So I thought it was she ain't get shot. <laughs> now is he? <laughs> the yeah, nigga... they didn't believe it till Tori was on the uh, the prison phone talking about some. Yeah, man, I was I was drunk that night or something like that. Yeah, I didn't even know what I was doing. It's like y'all niggas make me sick. Y'all, y'all deserve to be where the fuck y'all at in life. Nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Because the way that this community goes up for abusers is disgusting. It is truly despicable. <laughs> like, let's 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 get into it because I mean this. And, I mean, the black community is very anti anything other or anything. It's very conservative. Very like, conservative. If black people weren't black, they'd probably be Republicans, and that's no cap. Yeah, total MAGA. Total. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like it's scary because we want those same freedom freedoms for our our race, but we don't give those freedoms to certain others. We're very picky about who Mm -hmm. we give those freedoms to and within our community. And it's very sad. Not women, not the gays, not any of those other groups. But I I do want to make a correction, right? So people are saying that Kiki released these screenshots. That's not what happened. She had to submit these screenshots in order for her to move forward and press the charges. Right. Mm-hmm. And then obviously now they're public record. So, you know, the media, okay. whoever, they're going to go dig it. So that yeah. is how we got these screenshots. And then people are asking for video. This is a public figure. Why the fuck would she have a... The fact that she even has to submit the but, screenshots is embarrassing enough. Why right. the fuck would she want a video out? But of, even if someone got their hands on that video, you know, niggas going to come out and say, yo, that's AI. That's some, that's some fucking AI type shit that she yeah. created. Everything they say is projected. Yeah. That's how they say it. It's like saying a quiet part out loud, yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. And <sighs> and also, what I didn't see a lot of people peep and clock and talk about was, did y'all peep the dates? Oh, I didn't see the dates. What, what? That shit said February 2022. And I bring up the dates because, you know, here comes the Negroes talking about, oh, it's because of that Usher thing, baby. This was happening before the Usher thing. This was happening... Almost more than a year prior. So if these dates are accurate, and that was February 2022, and Kiki got pregnant, if the son was born in May, what are we looking at? What is that, like June? 
So yeah, I'd say around the summer, a little before summer, maybe late spring, summer, spring. something like that. Okay, so you know, she like that. Mid-year, mid-year, 2022, right? Yeah. It didn't click with anyone, and and I was reading a whole shitload of comments. Nobody put two and two together and said, "Yo, was he beating her ass during her pregnancy?" Oh, I didn't think of that. Shit, I don't want to believe that. I do. <sighs> well, you don't want to believe it, but you do believe it. But I do believe it. I don't want to believe it, but I do believe it. The dates are too close. The yeah. nigga not just going to stop and be like, oh, if he if he beating your ass yeah, in stop front and of be your like, son. Well, you're, whole, you're carrying my son. So, no, I'm not going to stop beating your ass. Like, that's not how uh, these abusers work. That's not how abuse works. So. Damn. And if, and if it got that far, right? And even going a little further, right? Let's put on our thinking caps and think. 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 You know what? I don't know if we could be funny right now. <laughs> we so unserious. Oh my God. I wanted so to put it. I wanted to sing it. But right now, I don't think this is the moment for that. We'll put off Blue's Clues later, but let's continue. But I'm urging you guys to look at this information and really think about what's going on, right? So February, he's already full on beating her ass. So when did this start? 2021 because it's already february 2022 so how long has this been really because it had to if it got to that point if it was that point in february you don't just these abusers don't just start out like that they Mm -hmm. gradually because they test you to see how much you can take first oh i tapped her like you know lightly oh she's still Mm -hmm. with me okay what what more can i do oh i embarrassed her in in front of her friends okay so that means i can embarrass her in front of the world who knows what he was saying that wasn't online that wasn't necessarily public but was still in front of her friends and family right Mm -hmm. in comes mama palmer okay you said that the moms is on the podcast i don't think i have ever heard her mom speak i don't listen to her podcast well the podcast was the first time i'd ever seen her mom or heard her mom I knew her mom existed and was always on set with her and was whatever. Right. But I'd never seen or heard her until the podcast, which recently came out eh, more or less a year ago. But she's never been out like this. So here comes the mm-hmm. brother. Oh, boy, from Insecure. He's talking about the most disrespectful, vile person, blah, 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 blah. And we thinking, oh, yeah, he's reprimanding his 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 yeah. brother. He doesn't agree. Ta-da-ra. But Darius liked that. So what's, what's going on? He liked that tweet. He must have been talking about Kiki, which... Where are his pictures at now? Where are the pictures at, Darius? Okay. Submit them. So uh, this is all just... This is all just so embarrassing. And it's like... Why is it that these women who have clean images, like I'm talking yeah. 20, 30 years, we've seen this over and over again, and they always get fucked over by some Negro. What the uh, fuck? By some of these losers. Is, as we've seen on this show, as we've talked about on this show, niggas ain't shit. So the the sea is tainted so you're gonna no matter how much we saw you i sent you the clip today with chloe bailey right oh yeah no yeah, matter yeah, how yeah. bad you is she's like hilarious. she's hilarious <laughs> you it doesn't matter you could be famous and have this amazing career and have all this money and still luck up on 
some trash. These these trash ass dudes. Just because the dating pool has piss in just it. Just because of the, the logic of numbers and the statistics, you know? It's just some people hit the lottery and some people, most people don't. <laughs> this is just, this is just terrible. Like, from my good sis, and I look at Kiki Palmer as like, she's so young, but she really is the last of that old school, multi-talent, triple threat, triple threat. She's Maybe really quadruple. the quadruple that era. We don't get people like that no more. You know, yeah, with with that don't. type of development. So it's just like, she's really is Hollywood royalty. And I'm just so, oh God. And this is just going to give a tent, tent over her career. And it's just like, I hope that it doesn't. Because it didn't do that with Rihanna. No, it didn't. But it was there for a while. For a minute, yeah. people would bring it up. Niggas was bringing it up for a few years. But I think also because it's Chris Brown, who's also in the industry and it was at the peak of his powers at that time. But this guy, because he has no following, no career to speak of, I can't yeah. imagine that it would follow her as long. You know what I mean? True. Rihanna's abuser was also famous. That and he is was, very true. He was doing interviews and stuff. So he would, people would want to talk to him about it and that would prolong it. True. But this guy, True. where is he going to be at? Who's going to interview him? Who cares? People might catch him on the streets. I'm, I'm thinking people on the streets will handle him. Please run it up. Run it the fuck up. Because I know that ca- nigga. He's going to get caught slipping at the grocery store or something. Something about to happen. <laughs> what was your reaction when, the, when you first saw them pictures? I was just like, damn. I felt bad because I feel like she's been keeping it inside and trying to put on a brave face for a, for a while. Before the pregnancy years at yeah. this point now we find out it's been years we've seen her at the met gala interviewing whoever no. this has been she some steps years. out put on a, an amazing face puts out a little cute um twitter videos and instagram videos with her son and it's all happy and and to know that this was going on behind closed doors is just like oh that's so heartbreaking it's also like how many other women are going through this are going through this and puts on a brave face, famous or no famous, yeah. actress or no actress. Yeah. Oh, well, crazy. Sending our love to Miss Palmer. Um, Darius, fuck you. The brother, fuck you too. Um, sending our love to Mama Palmer. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah, and I hope everything works out in her favor. I hope that she is surrounded by she got the love and protection. So, but he gonna fight her on that. And all of that. Oh, yeah. Because he need bread. He don't got no bread. He's not employed. So, yeah, he he definitely finna fight her on that. So, and uh, Etsy, you know, season seven's just started. I know there's not much of a sample size, but what is what are your thoughts? What's going on? How do you feel? It's different without Tony. It's not a bad show. It's just a different show. You know? Yeah. If you listeners, I know you can't see us because we're not going to put this up on this part up on the TikTok. But she did make a face when she said that, like almost a disgusted kind of face. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's and I feel like it's not. Some people are like, oh, it doesn't have Tony anymore. So it's dry. I don't think it's Tony. Something's missing. Oh, no, 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 it's not Tony. It's just is it did they change writers or it seems like a writing thing. Like they might have changed writers or something. But even some of the jokes seem a little forced. 
in some ways as well. And I don't know if I was the only one that felt this way, but William felt different. I don't know what it is about him in this episode in particular. Hmm. He felt different. Like, maybe the person that was writing him wasn't really there to witness him throughout the season. So they're writing him based on what they've heard as opposed to what they've seen. Oh, that's poetic. Um, I didn't notice anything, but I'll look for it now that you've mentioned it. Yeah. Um, It just, to me, what I noticed was the jokes seemed very SNL-y. Like, uh, prior to to Lonely Island 07, like old school SNL, where it's like Mm. white. mm, I mean, Mm. you know what I mean. You know why people think things are funny that we don't think are funny? They they love that, like, very white, dry, unseasoned humor. Yeah. Like, almost too dry. Yeah, and it's so dry, in fact, that it feels like they have to make the characters laugh to let us know it's okay to laugh. You know? Right. <laughs> right. That awkward shit. That, that pause for, like, let me explain the joke and let me kind of hang on the joke too long. Mm-hmm. That get, that's giving white SNL writer. No offense to any, I don't, I don't know who's listening, but it's just what we see. I mean, listen, you know us by now. If you're on season seven, that's Y'all how we talk. Y'all know what time it is. Like. It's just what it's giving, <laughs> in my opinion. But, you know, it's girlfriends and we're going to continue. So, yeah, I don't know if it's the writers or something, but something is different and I cannot put my finger on it. And it has... It's, it has to Just do with Monica. Uh, Monica is one thing. Yeah. And also, like, you know, we can't put our fingers on it. But listeners, if you know what it is, please let us know. Please mm-hmm. draw our attention to it. At Hell Yes Girl, you know where to find us. We ain't hard to find, as they say. But, yeah, I, don't, I can't pinpoint what it is. And Monica is not funny. <laughs> Monica's not funny either. And she's trying she's trying bless her soul she's also not the monica i thought i knew like we'll talk about something she's doing in this episode where i'm like what mm, they're trying to make her more likable or or make her more human hmm. and we don't i like that. don't know if i'm here for that but we're <laughs> gonna get into the episode now into deep is the name of it if i didn't say before original air date 10 8 2006 written by regina hicks and it is my turn to start out with the cold open. So we're at Joan's house. Uh, we're, uh, she's reading over a lease on a piece of napkin that Lynn wrote for the people that are subletting her place. Um, it's in very tiny, tiny print. So you see Joan with her big, thick rimmed glasses reading over it. It looks funny because of that, but I think they could have gone a little harder mm-hmm. and gave her a magnifying glass. That would have been funnier if she just mm-hmm. pulled out a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She was just looking at it real closely with her glasses. Lynn wants to get these people out of her apartment because she wants to move back in. She thought she could kind of chill out at either Jones or um, or Maya's for longer. But that ain't the case because Maya don't want her there no more. And apparently Joan is making Lynn pay for her own food, mm. which t- about fucking time. It's definitely about time, Lynn. She should have done that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's not a child. She's in her 30s. Make her pay for something. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking she still had to pay for food in her own apartment. So what's what? I don't know. That's another thing. I don't think they thought this through. It's like, um, even if you do only have to pay for food, I'd take that and getting an income from whatever these motherfuckers are paying you for your apartment over having to pay for food. And pay for your apartment. Mm. 
Do you think that's a writing mistake or is that just something Lynn didn't think of? I think that they saw that mistake, but they was just like, okay, child, y'all just going to have to deal because we got to get out of this house. We want to move this along. That's what I think it right. was. <laughs> so a writing mistake, like they could have found a better reason to get her back into that apartment than to say this reason because it's it, yes. there's holes in this logic. Big holes. Um, pause. Uh, <laughs> I'm silly. Um, but the thing with the lease that, that Lynn wrote is it's airtight. Joan says there's nothing you can do to get, get them out earlier. And Joan calls her a legal savant because it's literally all in legalese and it's perfectly written. Lynn says, but I don't even own that building. That's a loophole, right? Mm-hmm. And Joan says, well, normally, yes, but you seem to have covered that in the matchbook addendum. And it's written on a literal matchbook in tiny print once again. Mm-hmm. Um, still no magnifying glass. That mm-hmm. would have been great. But um, we move on and get to our theme, which was a bridge this time. And they're in all black. It's like... Yeah, I think they could have. Maybe like... giving funeral... Yeah, it is. It's not very flattering. It's not like our, our previous iterations. And plus, I'm like, in the early 2000s, was it like lack of color? Was colors not in? But I think they were. They definitely were in. For sure. All them um, rhinestones and sparkly phones mm-hmm. and pastels we were into. Absolutely. Color yeah. was has never been even, has never been more in than during that time. Maybe the 80s. Like... Maybe the 80s or that time in like the late 90s when everyone was going like muted colors because that was futuristic. Mm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. silvers and grays because that's very futuristic. Hewing, no scrubs. And yeah. Or uh, fan mail. And gonna, gonna make, gonna make it fun. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, we see the Wilkes house and Maya's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Maya and Darnell is trying for a baby. She wants him to hurry the fuck up and shoot up the club. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was good. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I did not know that she was wanting a baby. We talked about this, I think, season two, maybe, or season three. Mm-hmm. She was talking to Tony about they were trying, but they weren't successful. Um, and we never heard about it again until now. Yeah, that came out oh, of good nowhere. Good for them. Okay. Yeah, I was very surprised. But, you know, Darnell is in the bed. She's yelling at him because she ain't pregnant yet. I'm not pregnant, Darnell. <laughs> Dance stick is negative. <laughs> Okay, you know what, baby? Let's just do it again real quick before I have to make Jabari his oatmeal. Baby, you're kind of taking all the fun out of baby making. This is what I'm talking about. Appointment times for sex are never fun. Just let that shit happen after a you know a glass of rosé. If it happens, it happens. But when you make time for it and make it planned, it's like, no, it takes the fun out. The romance. Well, do we know that it was planned or... Do we think that they were having it, they were having sex, and it came organically, and then right after, Maya's like, okay, let me go check if I'm pregnant. And that's where we're at. we can never know that. That's a good point. We can never know what the origin of their sex was in this scene. But the way Darnell acted...
sex about it the whole time, the whole episode, it seems like it's appointment sex. Mm, like a hurry, It doesn't hurry, sound hurry fun. I mean, whether the if it's organic, whatever the reason is for doing it, you're still going to have to shoot up the club, as they say. So <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't matter if it's appointment or not, but the way he makes it all, he acts like he's all upset about it and his rhythm's getting thrown off and all this shit. It seems like appointment sex, but I could be wrong. She's like, we got to do it again before. Oh yeah. Also before he goes back to Florida. So she's trying to rush him as well. So that could be it because he's going to go back to Florida to work the pit crew and he won't have time to knock her up unless he sends this jizz through the mail. You can't do that. Nah. He'd have to jizz into a bunch of cups and leave it before he goes to Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. Or just, yeah. I mean, fly her out. You got the bread. Oh, yeah. She can go to Florida. Conjugal visits to the pit crew. She was already there. I forgot about that. So um, he's like, okay, hold up. I need a Red Bull. I need time to recharge. And she gives him a sec. And then she's like, okay, enough. Give me that dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's not happy. He's overworked. It's, it's sad. So we're mm. back at the J-spot. First time I think we've seen it this season. Joan walks in and greets this white guy at the bar. His name is Jason. He says, welcome back. And Joan catches him up on the Nolans thing. And there's like all this alcohol that's been moved around from shelf to shelf. And Joan assumed it's William's fault. But instead, whose fault is it? It's Monica's fault? Oh, God. Oh, God. He So William left Monica in charge of the, the J-spot without consulting Joan. Why is Monica even working? I thought she was a Nepo baby. I would think she would be somewhere helping some type of politician on her Olivia Pope. Why is she over here? If she wants a job, why this? Ew. Uh uh. And this is this is what I mean. Where it's like, are the writers? Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Is it different? Like, what's going on? Yeah. It just doesn't. It seems like. Well, this is the same writer from um, previous seasons. But we don't know about the staff writers. But still, if she's supervising it, and if Ma- if Mara is as well, this should shouldn't, be. This doesn't fall in line. They know these characters, so mm-hmm. why is she working at a restaurant and not at a, with a politician, like you said? So Joan's like, "Where's Andrea?" And they're like, "Who?" So Andrea is the woman that Joan hired to replace her while she was gone. This lady has like eleven years of experience running restaurants, and apparently William let her go and hired Monica. Actually, Monica made the call to get rid of her. Joan, you hired her when you were fleeing town in disgrace. Now, do you really think we trust your fly-by-night hiring decision? Monica kind of makes a good point here. Joan, you know, went ghost, headed to New Orleans. But, I mean, Monica was William's fly-by-night hiring decision, That's what right? I was just about to say. Like, what's the difference? At least this woman has experience doing this type of mm. thing, right? It can't be that yeah. different from any other lounge bar in the um la area so yeah i don't know man yeah i'm not i'm not really feeling this monica thing i mean i wasn't feeling monica from the beginning when she first got on the show but this is not helping yeah (laughs) joan says well i'm back now so thanks for your help bye and monica said not not leaving Mm. not fucking leaving (laughs) because she's enjoying herself she said i'm good at this are you Mm. okay are you sufficient yeah, that place hasn't burned down yet, but I don't really see that many people up in there. That's what I'm saying. It's looking a little empty. They probably went there one time, saw her there. She was a bitch to them, and they was like, let's not go back there. I don't know where Joan at. But and they did. Let's- Where's Keith Lee? 
<laughs> Keith Lee came by and said the real, so ain't nobody there. So Monica's ordering Jason around, and Joan's trying to override what Monica says, but Jason's like, Jason don't know who to listen to. It's like, what parent is right? You know, you've been with your daddy this whole time. Now the mama back in town. Right. You don't know who to listen to. I like that back and forth they have with the vodka. That was very, like, I like that. That was this one, right? Where he's like... She's like, put it, put it on the top shelf. And Monica's like, Jason, Jason, no. And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> but he settles on Monica because Monica's been there. Yeah. Joan's just fresh back. He don't really know her no more. So Joan's appalled. So listeners, do you think if you were Jason, who would you listen to? I would listen to Joan. I would listen to Joan. But we find out Joan has only 49.5% interest in the restaurant william has the overage and william hired monica so he's she's an extension of william essentially essentially but she isn't william she's a hire right so like who are you listening to the person who owns almost half or the hired of the person who owns almost half who has better um who has more rank uh well william hired her but she is also his fiance and who he ain't trying to marry. He ain't trying to marry her, but he gonna, she going to be a fiancé for a while. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're one and the same, right? You think so? Because if anything happens, Monica's just going to be like, hold up, you trying to fire me? Uh, you trying not to listen to me, Jason? Here, let me call William. Boom. Right. And William's going to side with Monica. He ain't going to side with, with Joan. With Joan. Because if he did, he would have stayed with, with Andrea, Andrea and left her in charge. So he don't even respect Joan like that. No. And we well, find out in the next scene. Well, we find out in the next scene why he really wanted Monica to be there, right? Well, yeah. So it's not even really that he thinks that she has fantastic leadership skills. He just want her out of his sight. Go, go make yourself busy, girl. Here. That's true. Because he does say, oh, you know, if you ever want to abandon another friend, I got someone in charge. But then we find out the real reason. That's just this fake reason. Right. So next, Joan walks into William's office to complain about Monica, and all she says is, get that bitch out of my restaurant. And he goes, but she likes it there. And Joan says, okay, so we're in agreement. She's a bitch. Oh, well, yeah. Essentially. Yeah, of course. We, I think he's always known that she's a bitch. I don't think that matters to him. But he says it's working out for everybody. If Monica doesn't have anything to do, you know she's going to be up under my nose the whole time. Look, just Monica stays. Conversation is over. Plus, next time you want to toss another lifelong friend aside and run off to New Orleans, now you're free to do that. And she's like, oh, you don't want her at home. (laughs) And he can't even look at her. (sighs) Here's the thing. Leave her. If you don't want... This is why marriage is so bad. This is why I hate marriage. It's because of these Like You could be all in. You could be all in. And he's out here saying shit like this. Like, oh. Embarrassing. And then you you go through with it, and then he start acting all whatever. Just. It's embarrassing. These niggas are a liability. It, they are. They really are. You always have to watch them. Why can't we just be grown and just, I don't know, just uh, 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 uh. speak up, bitch? Like, anyway, he tells Joan, and he doesn't know if he wants to marry Monica. Damn. And then Joan starts to get on Monica's side about it. Which, yeah, because she's about to be a jilted bride, and she doesn't think anybody deserves that. Mm-hmm. He's about to do to Monica what old girl did to him. Low-key. Yvonne. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, she was having apprehension because, well, she was marrying William, and that's just a whole bunch of... <laughs> that's a whole that's bunch of red flags in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but also, she he was saying her name wrong for all the time, too, and shit, and mm-hmm. that's on her, though. But William says he's already broken Monica's heart twice. He can't do it again. But this is why, like, you can vet niggas and still end up with a bag yeah. of shit because this nigga because you can't find this out bag you can't vet this part of it pleaded for her yeah and then a lot of women would be like oh my god he chased me in traffic and he followed me to new york and he must really love me and they'll go into that marriage thinking that shit based off of those things uh-huh. and little do they know <laughs> it meant is- nothing <laughs> This is crazy. And then he's telling everybody in name mama. He's telling Darnell. So Darnell know oh Maya God, probably yes. know. Here he telling Joan. I mean, the only person that's left is Lynn. Yeah. That's and her. you know, what's interesting is we know that they don't fuck with Monica. So they ain't going to tell her the truth. Absolutely not. And he knows that. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to tell all these people because they're not going to come to you and tell you they're on my side. They're my friends, not mm-hmm. yours. Where's Monica's friends? That's another thing. Where are your friends at? Hmm. She is a bitch. She got friends. I mean, just being in her social circle. Well, let me not say friends. Colleagues. Bitches have friends, too. So, yeah. Where your colleagues at? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't want to say it's the writing. It's something else. It's just not. It's like you drink soda and you taste it's kind of flat. But you're like, is it? Is it a little flat or do it need ice? Or what, what's mm. going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how long have been sitting there? Flat. You gotta look at the label. Be like, is it okay? And does this does this line of behavior even align with William? Like this in particular of being what, not so being ready for marriage? No, like him being so conniving and plotting and scheming. Because I mean, William is annoying, yeah. but is he malicious? Yeah, I don't know any other reason, any other time that he may have been like this. Um, usually he's the one getting schemed on, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> but he's not the one scheming. Um, we, we saw last season when Joan would, as you said, lie about the um, <laughs> the tickets mm-hmm. about, you know, and all that stuff. So like people do that to him, but he's usually not the one that's doing that to others. You're right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not with it. And I hope I hope that men are not like this in real life. But, you know, studies show. <laughs> it just makes you not want to be in love ever. <laughs> like, what's the point? It's just going to bring on yeah. sadness, depression, all this shit. Yeah. It's, embarrassment. It's, that's actually, like, one of the main things. Like, embarrassment. It's like, what the fuck, nigga? Oh, yeah. Men will embarrass you. They don't care. Yes. And publicly. Not let because they'll love you so publicly that you want everyone to know about the love. You don't expect that's coming in the other way. So then, when that embarrassment hit, people be like, "Oh, is that your man? You was, Mm -hmm. you was uh, Mm a like they pull up the post on Twitter. This you? There's this influencer (laughs) I follow who's pregnant now, and till this day, she does not show her nigga who has her pregnant. (laughs) Good on her. Good on her. Oh my god! The day he embarrassed you, ain't nobody gonna know. No face, no case. No face, no (sighs) case, child. So um, back to William being a puss. He tells Joan, 
that he can't break her heart again because he's already done it twice. And he's like, you never know. In like two weeks, I might get myself out of this funk. And if I and he says, if I don't, then I'll bury myself in my work and she'll bury herself in her work. And a nanny will raise the kids and will be just like every other American family. And then he kicks her out of his office. And when she leaves, she tries to pull her phone out to call the girls. Mm-hmm. And he calls her instead. And mm-hmm. he's like, before you go and spread my information to those heifers, if you tell anybody what I told you, I swear I will sign over my controlling interest in the J-spot to Monica. Now, this is what I'm saying. Mm. She's at his mercy. You do something to Monica, that's like, he can do that shit? Oh, I'm, I'm going to treat Monica like a queen because I don't want her to have that controlling interest. But does William really give a fuck if Joan treats Monica so well? I think that we're conflicting two things, right? I think she okay. he cares more about Monica just staying there and being busy. But if they go right. and fight, let them fight it out. But she just but the has problem to stay is, there. Is if, yeah, if Joan gets her so fed up with this job, Monica might quit. Mm, and then give her the and so 50%. you have to be nice to her or Monica will threaten to quit, go to William, William about this, and in order to keep her there, mm-hmm. might be like, don't worry. I don't know if he, he can't get rid of Joan, but like, do whatever he needs to do to Joan to get her to act right. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, so Joan, you I guess she here. realized this is because she says understood and we move on and we're at Joan's house on the patio and Maya it's weird to see them all like talking together about gossip and there's no Tony there it's just the mm. it's just Maya Lynn and Joan it's a weird look mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to say the girls because it's usually like a group of girls but it's just like nah it's just Lynn and Maya now mm. um but Maya's sitting there talking about Darnell and her situation about the planned pregnancy. Uh, she said Darnell's acting funny style and this is the perfect time to have a baby because he's making great NASCAR money. He's living his dream. Plus, if she gets pregnant now, she'll be six months pregnant by her next book tour. And who can resist buying a book from a pregnant lady? Um, Good marketing there. Good marketing. A lot of people. <laughs> I mean, what you wouldn't buy a, a book from a pregnant lady? What's she talking about? She gotta feed that baby. Oh, what's she talking about? You really care? Yeah. She's pregnant. Just buy a book so she can feed her baby. So she can Damn. feed her kids. I gotta feed my what? kid, my children. Who cares what the book's about? Last time I had a baby, you guys, I was lurking in school hallways, hiding my belly under dashiki, pretending to be all fight the power. <laughs> this time, I want to be pregnant and proud. Show my belly to the world. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's so. That's a good point. Yeah, an experience and having a kid the actual time that you're supposed yeah, to have. out in the open. <laughs> Lynn says, I'll move back in. I'll call you mama. I'll even let you feed me at midnight. <laughs> Maya appeals to Joan and says, I just can't understand why he's not on board with a baby on board. And Joan says, you know, it might be all this pressure. Um, did you notice in this scene, it might be something small, but Lynn walks in front of the camera for a second and you can't see Joan. Mm-hmm. Like they blind. I'm like, why they use this shot? I, that's weird. But she mentions that pressure on a man to make a baby sometimes makes it hard for him to perform. And Maya denies pressuring him. But then we get a quick cut to the bedroom. And what happens? She out here pressuring him, chill. Darnell tells Maya... He don't want no kids. 
He don't want no kids. Yeah. Um. Did you believe him when he said that? Absolutely. I did too because I mean you are, you about to get rid of one kid like right <laughs> like Jabari about to be gone you gonna start over I don't know that's yeah it's a lot you finally got this NASCAR shit uh huh it can't be like it's a lot it's like yeah they were really young when they had the kids so I understand Maya's and nobody is wrong in this situation both of them have their points but I think what happens is once you have your first kid or once you've kind of like passed that toddler kid like phase and you've kind of finished that out is that it dawns on you that they're not babies for other show you feel me like they're gonna grow into adults and it's a long call game to be a parent you're a parent forever so well you know people say their you know their child is their queen their king whatever and they do it for them and but that child takes your time away from a lot of things you want to do. Yes. Um, and your freedoms are not your own. And when you have that child grow up and get out of the house and you can now have your second life and go on cruises and go to parties and stay out a little later. And it's hard to, like, deny that and want to give that up, mm-hmm. that possibility up mm-hmm. to raise another. Start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to take 18 years of your life away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to make it. I, I, like I said, some people love their child a lot. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to deny anyone out there who's listening, who's like, well, I love my kids. I get it. But it's, it's a lot. How much t- like, we need to start having these honest conversations about how much labor, work, money, child rearing actually is, especially in this country where they promote this individual it's every couple for themselves like in other places everybody is involved so you have that support system there's a village there's a community in this country it's like okay I'm, I'm pressuring you to have kids i keep on asking you when you're gonna have kids as if it's any of my motherfucking business and then when you do have the kids <sighs> like okay girl see ya <laughs> So like, can you help watch my nope? nope. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a crazy, crazy thing. I mean, if you got it in, you have another kid. But I think starting from the beginning, it's just crazy. I feel you, Darnell. Well, we thought, I thought I felt him, but he has a, <laughs> this isn't his real reason. These are, see, these are the same things with like the men in this episode, not having the real reason up front as to why they're doing things. Mm. They'll give a fake reason. Mm-hmm. And then the real reason is something else. Um, both Darnell and William are, they, they doing some crazy shit in this episode. So, yeah, we get a, um, a little mention in here from Maya where she says, uh, cause he won't come out with what he's trying to say. Why you acting all shifty? <laughs> you got some baby mama down in Florida? You were with me in Florida. I don't know what goes on down in that pit. <laughs> he's like, you were with me in Florida. Mm-hmm. But he ain't he ain't deny it. You heard what he said. He said like, you were with me in Florida. Hmm. That's, That's a good that. one that you caught because <laughs> these niggas they know they know how to be. They know the 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 power of wording. I didn't say yeah. yes. I didn't say no either. I'm just gonna say something else that has nothing to do with your question. Hmm. Not denying it. She's like I know what goes down the pit. 
I'm like, can you imagine if he was actually fucking a woman in the pit crew, like, during the race? <laughs> Where the fuck would you go? Girl, I wouldn't put it past none of these Negroes. They'll find a corner. They'll find yeah. a fucking corner. He says, why are you always acting like I'm with somebody else? And she goes, because Darnell, who wouldn't want you? I'm like, careful. Ain't all that. Right. <laughs> he all loud. I mean, he's calmed down the last he few all, seasons. but Yeah, I mean, he's not terrible, but... Darnell be doing the ain't all that. Yeah. But yeah, he eventually comes out and says he he doesn't want to have another baby. And then we're back in the J-spot. Joan runs up to the bar real quick and asks Jason, did I beat Monica? Monica lifts up from behind the bar. Talking about something not even close, sweetie. Damn. Joan says, it's not a competition, Monica. And she's like, clearly. Ha, Monica. (sighs) What a villain. (laughs) That was a nice comeback. She's... Is she worse so far than Tony? Mm, nah. Tony was trying to, um... Oh, that's right. That's right. Tony was trying to fuck, fuck they niggas. Right. Yeah, that's... That's, that's the original villain. OGV. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love how, like, when we bring that... Bring up why Tony's so bad, that's, like, the number one... Oh, yeah. Also, she brought Joan's boyfriend to her birthday well yeah joan's ex-boyfriend to her birthday party in the first episode yes but like dating her ex out in the public Uh uh-huh um but a lot of people bring up that uh sleeping with your nigga shit and it's like there's nothing else you can't come back from that there's nothing worse (laughs) top two and it ain't two okay like (laughs) that's crazy out of all these niggas these niggas are so easy to get why the fuck you had to fuck your friends nigga well, she sh- she was trying to hurt Joan, so I know, it wasn't but, like ugh. it's just like she oh was my like, god. oh my god, you're so fine. It was like she's like she wanted to hurt Joan because Joan hurt her by telling her business. So she was like, okay then, I got you. I know how to hurt you. And the punishment don't don't fit the crime. You gotta match energies. I know we yeah. use that term a lot, as in, oh, I'm a match your shit. But you got to match yeah. it and make it neutral. So you tell her business, not you fuck her nigga. Like that's <laughs> you. <laughs> you bring it. <laughs> you bring in a, a AK-47 to to a knife fight. What the hell? <laughs> Bitch. The fuck wrong with you? Oh, man. Tony Childs. Anyway, uh, Jones said, look, I prayed on it. All right. By the way, I love Joan's hair in this scene, by the way. Did you, this did you see it This episode, back? I loved her hair. It was just so yeah. fluffy and bouncy. It looks so healthy. Yeah, we're going to talk about that final uh, final uh, scene, because I was like, oh my god. Like, why didn't y'all do it like this Yeah, earlier? Oh, Jesus. What did y'all... What happened this episode to make y'all want to jump in some uh, 70s girl group vibes? Like, what's going on? Given Studio but... 54? <laughs> All she needed was some skates. That's all she needed. <laughs> Looking like her mama show. Yeah. Um, but I like what they're doing. What do you call what they're doing to it, though? Because it's like... It's not it's naturally not curly. curly. and thin. No. Yeah, it's like they've straightened it, but, like, different. It's like... It's not like the sister-sister... No. ...college years. It's not like that. No, it's... it's it got it's some naps in it. They they kept the original. It's probably just the blow dry pin curls, maybe, but no flat iron. Mm-hmm. Navy. Because what the flat okay. iron is gonna do is okay. it's gonna give that silk 
that sister sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the right. the, the second theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not that. This is like I can see the naps and I love it. Yeah. I love it. It gives that keeps that kink. It keeps the yeah. black. Very it pretty. Black, very, very like, you know, fist. Uh-huh. Fixed I with like some glam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on the other hairstyle when it was curly. It was, it was given biracial, but this is given black. You know? Yeah, isn't that, isn't that interesting? How like biracial people they look more black yeah. when they don't wear their natural hair. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't look as yeah. biracial. They can, ch- it's like they can change their race just by straightening or leaving their hair curly. Like, yeah. Or leaving it, or just lay down in the bed. Don't do nothing to it, and now you look black. And yeah, in the look, morning, you look white again. Uh huh. It's like <laughs> once you put that so curl like, cream, oh, we can see the the non blackness. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Like why? Why is that? That's so. I, I don't want to say I'm jealous, but it's a socially cool you can get through the world a little easier. Oh, catch it. Hey, <laughs> got my glow on. I can catch it. So yeah, Monica is is um. It's not going for Joan's uh, truce. She's trying to make a truce. Mm-hmm. And um, she says to Joan, you know, for the record, it's fruitless running to William every time you have a problem with me. Because as you can see, he will always side with me. I'm his soon-to-be wife. And Joan's like, oh, oh, so you think you know William, huh? Mm. He told you everything we talked about? Monica says, of course. We all know, as viewers, that Monica knows nothing. Mm-hmm. And Joan's trying to keep her mouth shut. She's doing a little giggle. Joan's really bad at not telling secrets. She's very bad. Uh-huh. She gives too much away. <laughs> but you do see a faint smirk on uh, on her face. And Monica sees that and says, wait, you got something to say? And then they do this whole play on words about the word say. What are you saying? I think I said it. You ain't say anything. I think I did. Why don't you say what's unsaid? Maybe I only need to say what I need to say when I need to say it. <laughs> say, say, they say... They say everything except Say, Say, Say by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Great song. Mm -hmm. This is one of the jokes I think went on too long. Mm -hmm. Um, This whole interaction with her and Joan just, it went on too long. It made it not funny anymore. And then um, Monica's like, oh, he has been reticent about setting up a wedding date. And she's like, Joan, she gets real serious. She's like, very woman to woman. (laughs) Did you think she was serious? Like, "Just, just tell me, Joan, I just can't. I can't survive being hurt by him again. I think she was. But because this is so out of character for her, it came off very yeah. funny and like almost campy. But like, I think she was dead ass. <laughs> yeah. And also, we don't know Monica that well yet to know that she has these kind of emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's going to come off funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know much about this character. We, we're still... There's a lot of things she's saying and doing that I'm like, is she being real or is this like... Mm-hmm. What it seems like they're doing is they're trying so hard to bring her into the fold by writing her as so human that it's not coming off authentic mm-hmm. because of what we've known about her previously. Mm-hmm. But Joan falls for this shit hook, line, and stinker. And she says, oh, well, William didn't say anything to me. It's just that you were being so mean, I thought I'd be mean back. And they agree to clear the air. Next, we see William in therapy for like two seconds. What happens here? William comes in. He brings the track. Therapist is like, did you sign this time? William is like, of course. (laughs) So 
he's free to go. William asks to leave. No, actually, the therapist asks him, how are you feeling today? William kind of like dances around the question and he's ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, I know this is supposed to be funny, right? But on the flip side, how many rich people do this in like legal situations and just like buy their way yep. into whatever they need the doctor to say? Like- like court appointed um therapy sessions for people that you know how these uh these execs are um they'll slip up and say the n-word mm-hmm. sometimes so they got to go to therapy mm-hmm. it's court appointed or it's for the uh you know for the lawsuit like let me go to therapy so it shows that i'm trying they gotta show the studio want to go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so you just be like here, here's my check yeah i came here to the to the session okay cool i can leave cool Fine. Next time I won't say it out in public. Jesus. Here's the I didn't know I was being recorded. No. Some shit. It, I had my medication. My medication was acting up and uh-uh. was, I said was, the it N-word. It was acting like a nigger. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am going to blame their medication or something or or they'll be like, I was just stressed that day. Like, excuse me? Like, Stress what? brings out racism? Get the fuck up. <laughs> I was starting a new diet, uh, keto, and it was just, I was hangry. And so I just <laughs> like, what the said the N-word. Anyway. So yeah, he's, his therapist tries to get him to talk about Monica. He's not ready to explore that yet, so he just dips. <laughs> and we are back at the Wilkes home. They're having another fish fry, and it's making me want fish. Mm-hmm. And Maya's talking to the girls about how Darnell don't want another child. And I'm thinking... um, well, I didn't think it yet. I'll tell you when I when I do think it. But Joan makes the point I made earlier about he finally got to live his dream. Same dream that he had to defer to help raise Jabari. Uh-huh. Can you blame him for not wanting another child? And Lynn jumps in and says, yeah, look at me. I'm doing music, living my dream. You don't see me with a kid. Well, I bet you haven't got a place to stay. Or money. Yet. She you can't don't have, have a place no to kid. stay yet. But yeah, she um she can't have no kids, Shell. Well, they don't nah. want no damn babies. It would be it would be a travesty. <laughs> um, but Monica and William finally come in the door. They ring the doorbell, but then open the door anyway. So who cares? And the girls obviously hate Monica. They're kind of trying not to show it, but you can see it all over their face. And Joan's trying to vouch for her. Monica has a vulnerable side. You should give her a chance. You might start to like her. Mm-hmm. So the girls are like, hold the fuck on. What the fuck is this? You cozying up to Monica? Mm. they're mad they're very suspicious of her but we don't explore that yet we move on to darnell and william out in the back patio now darnell tells william maya thinks he's upset because he doesn't want to have another baby and i'm like what that's not the real reason Mm. we're about to get a bombshell Mm -hmm. shocker so i'm like hold up you on the patio there's millions of ears around (laughs) who are these people can they hear you do they know maya they, they're at her house they have to they're at her house they at least know of her so who's who's to say one of these people standing by the table pretending to talk about whatever ain't listening to what you're telling him mm-hmm. and gonna go tell maya she right in the kitchen mm-hmm. which that <sighs> is they should very be very common for people to do i'll be doing that shit all the time what do you mean listening to people conversations oh but you don't tell Nah, i don't be telling oh i was gonna say that's why i was like what you mean yeah just just getting the tea like hmm interesting yeah, i do that all the time i'm a quiet person um typically 
in social settings because I'm always thinking. I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'd be listening to people's conversations too. Um, <laughs> who knows if I'll tell? Depends on what they're talking about and who they're talking about. Mm. How hot but is the tea? How hot is the tea? Who my allegiance is to? Mm-hmm. You know? But they should be talking about this in private, but whatever. So Darnell said it's, it's easier to tell her that than to tell her the truth. And the truth is, I don't want to go back to the pit crew. Mm. And at first I was like, that makes no fucking sense. At all. Third strike with the writers. He explains he don't want to have a baby because he wants to quit the pit crew because it's stressful. But he knows that when he quits it, he won't have an income. So there's no point in having a baby. Um, fine. He says, truth is, I'd love to see another Maya running around here. And William William scrunches up his face in disgust. He's like, why? But William understands. He's like, you know, if you want a little Maya, you're going to need more money. And you're going to have to go back to that pit crew. Thoughts? Um, William is giving great advice. Yeah, I, you know... I mean, how much were they making before the pit crew? He can't get another job and they can have a baby? Like, you don't have to be in a pit crew to have a baby. You can find another job doing something else. Right. It's like, is the pit crew providing that much of a financial cushion that you don't want to have a kid if you're not going to do it? Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know if that um, idea washes, but whatever. They call each other wimps and say they need to man up, typical niggas, um, <laughs> who can't talk about their feelings. Darnell says, you know, we got to tell these women what's what. So they, they vow to tell each other, to tell their respective mates the truth about, like, you know, what's going on with them. William's yelling all out loud about how, how he doesn't want to marry Monica. And I'm like, these same people are standing 10 feet from your table. Everybody can hear this out on the patio. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to ruin a marriage or save a marriage right now, they could just go inside and tell Monica what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, I don't like, I know it's, I won't say that's bad writing, but I think they could have done this scene a little better. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense uh, factually to me. Maybe have them go inside the kitchen when nobody's there, something. Or go in, there's a bedroom. There, there's two different bedrooms. Yeah. They could have have a private conversation like this or out in the front where presumably nobody is everybody's in the back Mm -hmm. i don't know it just doesn't make sense realistically so they high five william hurts his hand and we're back in the kitchen monica's eating the coleslaw maya says eat up the expiration date was yesterday oh and i don't think maya's kidding damn (laughs) she went too far uh who cares it's monica (laughs) that's monica she's gonna be on that toilet and if she don't show up to work at the j spot the next day thank you maya thank you right Lil can't say she's a Maya. She don't work for him no more. So yeah, and so then Monica pulls Joan aside to talk, and Lynn's like, "Hey, you need backup," and she's like, "Nah, I'm good." So she's talking some more about the secret William out in the open once again. They're talking about this shit where there's people standing nearby. Joan says, "Oh no, it was nothing," but Monica says she figured out what it was. Mm-hmm. It was obvious. Mm. I know William is your dear friend, and in the past, that may have come between you, and that must have left you feeling betrayed, alone, and friendless. No, absolutely not. Like, why would... You know, when you are so far from the truth, it's almost like they're both living in two different realities. Because I know when Joan yeah. heard that, she was just like, what the fuck? It's so far off. And I can't imagine that Monica's this dumb. 
That is another strike. We're on strike number four. Okay. I'm about to add another one. (laughs) So when Joan was trying to keep the secret in the J-spot, she had a little smirk on her face, right? Yes. If this was the reason, what would the smirk be about? There's, I don't know. If this was actually the reason. Number five. You got six? Just makes... (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was number four. But anyway, we're probably going to get to like 10 strikes. I don't know. There's a lot of strikes. There's a lot of writing issues that just don't connect in this episode. But this whole wide-eyed, naive, whatever the fuck. Oh, well, you're going to lose your friend. That's why. How is that? Yeah. The Monica from whatever seasons would have been clocked then mm-hmm. because that's how she rolls. Yeah nothing really ever used to get past Monica Uh in the previous seasons. She's very perceptive, can figure things out quickly, always has an answer for everything. This didn't seem real. But, um, what does Joan say? Oh, Joan's like, oh, I have tons of other friends. And Monica says, where's Tony, Joan? Where's Tony? Low blow. And that's more Monica. Um, Why they keep bringing up Tony every time Joan says she got friends? Tony ain't the only friend she got. She got Lynn. That's she true. Got Maya. And Joan should have said that. Joan should have been like, what are you talking about? Lynn and Maya are, are right there in the kitchen. And William. What are you talking about? And William's right out there. Where I would have been like, yo, where's your friends, Monica? Right. And just sat there and stared at her, not said no. Period. I'm waiting. Ning, 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 ning. Why didn't they write that for Joan to say? Like, I don't know. Ugh. There's so many what could have beens. But then for some odd reason, Monica asked Joan to be her maid of honor for the for the wedding because she can't ask her sister. Number six. Her sister's fat. So out of character. Yes. Why did she do this? First off, oh yeah, you know what? You tell me what you think is wrong with this. <laughs> she don't even know Joan like that. Like she know her, she but it ain't on the level to be no maid of honor of honor like what that shit has resided for your family your best yeah, i mean your sister your sister's fat like what weird what you're you're evil and also we know joan and weddings don't mix but for some reason mm-hmm. monica don't know that so that's how we know you really don't know joan mm-hmm. because you wouldn't do this she done ruined or almost ruined two marriages of two friends mm-hmm. monica is i guess she's out she's out of the the know about that um if anything you would think that joan's gonna be william's best man or something or right <laughs> no, she's she's gonna be in his wedding party exactly but his best monica, woman or bitch, some shit i don't know I don't you know. like that you don't know me like that like get out of here but joan say yeah because she love know. a good wedding too she do she do love a good wedding and she can't say no to people. She's she don't got a backbone. So they hug it out. It's all like a oh, happy huggy and you see the girls in the kitchen like looking at her like with some side eyes so she pretends to be stabbing Monica behind her back to appease the girls. Mm-hmm. So once everybody leaves, Darnell tries to talk to Maya because he wants to stop being a punk and he says, "Okay, Maya, I owe you an explanation." And then we get this TV trope that I fucking hate mm-hmm. where he's trying to say something important and she over talks him until he changes his mind and <laughs> listen no no baby you know what you don't owe me 
any explanations. You, you don't know this marriage is a partnership. And all I've been thinking about is, is myself and what I want and that's selfish. This is your time, this is your dream. And he feels bad, so she, he doesn't want to. <sighs> but I'm like, you're going to feel even worse keeping that secret from her if you wait. Yeah. I don't like... Well, this is early 2000s television. This is what sitcoms are. This is what they do. Nowadays, you don't really see a lot of that. There's shows that I watch that have a lot of good communication, like Ted Lasso, The Morning Show, mm. which you and I both watch, where people just say shit. Period. It's like, they, there's none of that, like... They want to shake that table. They will say it out loud, and, and there's none of this. So I'm used to watching stuff like that, and this shit here is not showing the benefits of communication. It's not good TV. Um, but Darnell should have just interrupted her. You need to say what you need to say. Just say it. But she encourages him to go back to Florida, live his dream, and he agrees to bask in it. And by the way, he's wearing a ring tee. Oh, what a time that was. Ring tees. Hmm. It felt like in the early 2000s, like the style was very 70s throwback. Mm -hmm. Flares, ring tees, loud patterns. Those low waisted, I that. the jeans. They have, they actually did have yeah. a lot of influences, 70s influences in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah the hair flips. I used to have, I used to have the flip. Yeah, I used to the, flip. the hair flip, that was like my but shorter. Style. I remember yeah. where they was trying to make him look like. Um, the Kelly Rowland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then the white so, version. Yeah. We had the girl, right? Reba? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Reba McIntyre? Not Reba. But yeah, she had that shit, Ooh. too. I was talking about the girl that sings, I'm Super Girl. Oh, yes. 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 Crystal. Yeah. Disney's Pink. Crystal. <laughs> Disney's Pink. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was the hairstyle. That's what we did. Yeah. And so, at that moment, William comes in to grab more coleslaw for uh, Monica. Did you notice that William's mad skinny this season? Yes. He lost like 30 pounds, look like. I'm like, what is going on? Okay. Somebody told him. He got notes from the network or something. Oh, damn. That's what I think happened. That's what, they, that's what happens sometimes. Mm. Especially if you're going to put, you're going to be like, okay, we're bringing in Monica next season and we want to make it believable. Ooh, Ooh, did I just say something? That you um that you can okie doka. Yeah, like we need to make it believable that you can pull a girl like that. So Arr. can we have you lose weight? I, I might not well, put that it's in. Not, it's not all that <laughs> let, let, let's get into it because according to Loni, they wouldn't even let her on the show. So I think that considering the time. Wasn't frame, she um she had she had like one or two lines? She kinda made it sound like she was trying to audition for like a main role or like a reoccurring role. Oh, right, right. She wanted a main role, but she instead got, she was in an episode in season and it was real quick. It was like her coming up to Maya mm -hmm. talking about how good her book was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have her as a lead. But yeah, I mean, I guess I, I could believe that they would tell him, mm -hmm. you know, we're bringing on this girl that. for your love interest. You got to look a little better. His hair is cut really nice mm -hmm. as well. Like it's, you know, the, the lines are straighter. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was very noticeable in this scene. He was almost swimming in his sweater. Yeah. But they both uh, find, we both find out that they, 
you know, he couldn't tell Monica about his thing and Darnell couldn't tell Maya about his thing. Darnell calls William a punk and William says, I'm cool with that. And then we get um, our final, final scene. Lynn is finally moving out of the house, of Joan's house. I want to have you do this scene, but I want to first talk about what Joan's wearing. Mm-hmm. We? Let's get into it. So she looks fantastic. We got this uh, 70s look, this like definitely Diana Ross, Donna Summer inspired um, 70s girl group, high waisted, wide legs, bright yellow tank top. Mm-hmm. Hair just a blowing. Mm. It's just, bouncy. It's that blowout. No, no flat irons. Blowout. Yeah, it's like they just took the damn rollers out. Mm-hmm. It was just mm. wow. Just to walk into your house. That's just what. It, that's all it was for this for such a small scene. Y'all could have just this used this. Switch that out. You could have used this for yeah. when she was going back and forth with old girl at the J spot, like at the party. At the party, there were so many other scenes yeah. that were longer. Like why y'all just gonna leave us hanging like that yeah that was wild but wow i was just like i need this outfit it's simple Head to toe. i can get it Head to toe. you can get it but yeah so uh lynn is moving out finally uh because she found a way to get the tenants out mm-hmm. she made their pipes back up so that they can't flush so when they start shitting you know it ain't gonna oh, go God. down oh shit <laughs> 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 <sighs> that's- and uh she used uh jones tampons to do so yep so that's that that's the end of our episode mm. that's gross wow why am i having such a visceral reaction give me a sec <laughs> sorry listeners you know how i do give it to you straight no chaser i didn't even think about the shit <laughs> i was thinking of this overflowing yeah overflowing into the house you know but you said shit and i was like oh wow that adds another element <laughs> uh so next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode um etsy what was your oh hell yes moment Mm. my oh hell yes moment was joan's look at the end of the episode girl you're lying you're lying that's mine Yo, we did not talk about this. We, we guys, did not talk about this. This was not planned. When I tell you we come on and we're like, listen, we're just gonna press record. That- we don't talk about our notes at all. We don't. And when I, and I'll, I'll give you guys another one, another insider tip because I know y'all are listening. Y'all have been with us, rocking with us. When I say, "Hey, can you take this one?" to Etsy, I never told her before that I was gonna have her take it. Nope, it's on the fly. I have it in my notes, but she doesn't know. Nope. So, yeah, it's organic here. Right. That's how we do it. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was, my oh, hell yes was that outfit, for real. Um, the otherwise, look. the episode didn't really hit that hard. So, that's all I can really choose. because there's so much going on. Like, there's a lot of juicy yeah. stuff happening. Niggas is lying. Mm-hmm. You know, Joan is still getting over tony and they're using that to throw in her face so there's some shit going on but it's it's that was my old hell yes yeah she looking good it's to just her. i had too many errors like writing mistakes and writing faux pas that kind of took me out of it a lot so i couldn't really find an oh hell yes except for the outfit mm-hmm. exclamation point mm-hmm. period um 
if you can think of an oh hell yes, uh, maybe you guys liked something that we didn't, and maybe we're tripping, and maybe the episode rocked. If you think so, hit us up on Twitter to let us know. At Hell Yes Girl is our handle. We also have a pinned tweet with our merch. If you want to buy a Christmas sweater, a mug mm-hmm. for your pumpkin spice, whatever. Some stickers. Some stickers for your water bottles, pens, phone cases. Some, what was it? Stocking stuffers. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff somebody's stocking with our stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you'll find that on our pinned tweet. And also head over to TikTok. And check out some videos that we posted. I'm trying to think, did I post that other one? No, I didn't yet. But there are some new stuff on there that you guys haven't seen possibly. So head over to TikTok and see um, some awesome clips that I edited together. My blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Show us some love, guys. The likes, the retweets, the comments. Let us know what you think about the scene that we are discussing. Yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Give us five stars. Uh, We need more five stars on Spotify. If you guys listen over there, please head over there and give us five stars. Mm -hmm. Next episode is called, wait for it, wait for it, Bad Blood. Baby, now we got bad blood. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know it used to be mad love. I knew she was going to do it. Ah! I knew she was going to. I knew it. No Taylor Swift Swift references, please. (laughs) She's already making the NFL mad cringe. Travis Kelsey done went white. He decided to settle down. He done turned into a proud boy. He went from Tyrone to to Brad. Child. Lord. He said, "It's time to settle down. I gotta, I gotta go back to to the land of caucus." To the so. Do we think that Taylor is taking this man seriously, though? Like, honestly, no. This is just she never does. That's just something to do. She's just trying to write for her next album. Yeah. That's all she's trying to do. That's what it's giving. It's giving. I'm off. It's gonna the be tour. a song. The movie is gonna coming be a song out called "Dear Travis" or some shit. Ooh, <laughs> like I love this. Well, we know you like you like Taylor Swift. I can't I can't deal with it. She, um, she got some she looked too white for me. I don't know if nope. I can go to a Taylor Swift concert, nope. but I can give you a good five Taylor Swift songs that's gonna slap. No, no, <laughs> no. She's an appropriator. <laughs> an appropriator. They all have can't appropriated believe. one way or the other. No, but she's <laughs> bad at it. She's bad at it. <laughs> if we gonna do that anyway, guys. <laughs> Check us out next week when we cover that episode. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we will see you then. 